welcome to the Miss 98 WCBI scoreboard show, preview show week 12. Week 12 and also week one. Week 12 and week one in one week. I know you got to be confused, but we're not. Well, it's the final week of the regular season for one, five, and six. Correct. And it's the first week of the playoffs for two, three, and four. Correct. So, without further ado. Let's jump Right. Let's jump into the playoff matchups first. And you know what? Since the playoffs are going on, and we have talked about a bunch of these teams at length. Yes. We're going to do some predictions this week. We are. We're going to make some first-round predictions. All right. We're going to start at the top in 4A uh, area games of note. Uh, Caledonia at Corinth. I think we're both in agreement here. Corinth by, I want to say, five touchdowns. Yeah, and good run by Caledonia. Uh, to get in the good. playoffs, uh, did they? They won two division games this year. They beat South and beat more, and had Shannon on the ropes early. Yes, uh, for, you know, and Pontotoc, and, and Pontotoc on the ropes. So yeah. they got a good program. Uh, no, no slight to them. But trending in the right direction, just trending in the wrong direction. Friday night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the way it is this time of the year with uh, with playing Corinth. Uh, let's see here, Ripley at Itawamba. Uh, Itawamba. I kind of like the same thing, and and really they're kind of the same scenario. I like Ripley trending back upwards as a program. Uh, but I like it a to roll Friday night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Here's an interesting game. Shannon at New Albany. Now. What's the over? Oh, is 80? there an over? 80? <laughs> Do you have enough digits? Do we have a line? <laughs> uh, Brian, I think that's safe. I think that, um, you know, one thing Pontotoc was able to do last week was make Shannon one-dimensional. Uh, I think they did, they did pretty much what we kind of discussed on the preview show last week in that, they force Shannon to throw the ball downfield, which you and I have seen earlier this year don't do particularly well. They're okay in the passing game, but it's screens. It's screens, tunnel screens, yeah. bubble screens, quick slants. That's where they kind of have their bread and butter, and they and they, and they they beat you down with Centuale White. Yeah, a 15-yard out on the opposite hash is not their strength. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's something that Pontotoc exposed out of Shannon, and I've actually spoken to one of their coaches since. Uh, I saw uh, Coach Mickey Mapp earlier in the week at work, and he, uh, he kind of – he kind of uh, shed some light on that, and he said exactly that. He said, you know, we, he said there were some things that happened throughout the course of the game that could have gone either way. He said they're still a very, very good football team. It would not surprise me at all if, uh, if they came out on top next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, on the other side of the coin, New Albany really, really knows how to put up points in a hurry. And they're hosting. Is the and they seat. are hosting. And, uh, you know, I went to the Corinth game against New Albany, and Corinth was a little too much. Uh, but New Albany did not have much trouble moving the chains. And I can say this for this Friday night, if this gets into a shootout, I have no favorite whatsoever. Yeah. It literally, and I know we say it all the time, could be a whoever has the ball last type of game. If it get, And, you know, I don't think any coach wants to get into a shootout. You don't want to punt defense because defense wins championships, obviously. But um, I know both countries are comfortable swapping licks. No, Absolutely. And so I think that it's a momentum game for this one, and I think it's going to be whoever can make a play late defensively. I think this game favors the more balanced team. I think you're right. I think New Albany is the more balanced team. I do team. too. I think this might um, – I think it might favor them at home and they are more balanced. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. I like New Albany to win this game. Almost in a weirdo home underdog upset. I, I, I'm kind of with you there. I, I'm actually going to go on the other side of the okay. coin a little bit. I, I like think that. Derek Carter – Two weeks prior of, to Pontotoc. Heck of a team, heck of a staff. They do yes. a good job down there. The two weeks prior to Pontotoc, he let it all hang out. And they winged it and gunned it and got to the line and, and rolled the dice and scored 116 points in two weeks. I'll be against lesser competition. 
Well, Pontotoc kind of figured that out. So I think that Daryl is smart enough to know that we may have to do something a little different this week. I actually see him doing a little ball control this week, getting those humongous linemen that we saw in Shannon that night against Caledonia and get them with their feet right next to each other and going right at New Albany. And if that's the case, still probably no favorite, but I like Shannon in a close one. Okay, I like that. I like that. A pod divided. As very, 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 very seldom do Brian sure, and I pick sure. differently. All right, here we go. Um, a game here with probably uh, probably not a lot of uh, mystery in the final score. However, North Pontotoc at Pontotoc is going to be the best game of the week. If atmosphere, yes, fellowship, uh, man, it's going to be really, really good time at the Hollow. And on paper, I think you would have to favor Pontotoc this game when it's in the Hollow. I think so, too. And and you know they if if we're being honest here they have better skill position players. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the two coaching staffs may be as equal as any in the area as mm-hmm. far as preparation, knowing what to do. North Pontotoc will ride some emotion in this game. They got a, I think they got a freshman quarterback now. I think Polk, yes, Polk, yeah. Polk is no longer at quarterback. Yes. They've got a freshman there. So and and less film. Yeah. So you know it's we know and we've said this a ton. Andy Crotwell will have the right plan. It's a matter of execution. Uh, we know that Jeff Carter will have the right plan. It's a matter of execution. So, Brian, you you predict this really well most of the time we do the preview. This could be one of those weird bad snap mm-hmm. uh, turnover type of games when you don't need one. I like Pontotoc in the end, but I like the score to be really, really tight. I might actually like them to win this one late. Yeah, really I can see that. I can see that. I could, well, I could see this game turning midway through the third quarter. Um, and I'm just going to keep it real, uh, be specific here. This game is going to turn on a Caleb Hobson play. I, I talk about him every I week. I see it. But la- I think last week he had a it couple did. picks. He had two touchdowns I mean, he, in he, the 17-14 yeah, game. I mean, he is really killing it defensively playing cornerback. Uh, if he gets the ball in his hands on offense, it could go into yeah. the paint anytime. Um, I could see a return kickoff, punt, pick six, something like that to spark the team. Agree. You know what I mean? And I, in particular, Pontotop. Yeah. I just think so. I expect a low-scoring game. You know, and we, we, we've said this from day one this season. Uh, Pontotoc's strength defensively is in their secondary. There's some really, really, really good football players back there. Uh, they've got Monty Townsend. Mm-hmm. They've got Caleb Hobson. Uh, man, they, they if there's a place where they are strong, it's on that back four. Yeah. And with North Pontotoc having a freshman quarterback, you've got to think that they're going to be able to get a to- turnover. If, if that's still up. the case. I know if it's still the case. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know, and I know and rosters. I expect Andy Crotwell to, to have a ground and, and pound plan yeah. for Friday night. I could see this being 21-10, I, I 21-13. I, that's a like really, that. really good score prediction. You know, I could see something like that. In favor of the Warriors. And if it gets out of hand, if it does get out of hand, uh, in particular maybe in the Pontotoc side, you know, winning, I think it will because it will be that snowball or avalanche that yeah. you just can't stop. You know what and, I mean? And, you know, Pontotoc has had some struggles offensively as well. So, you know, North, North has got – that going for because the defense is what they've hung their hat on. This Points year. on so defense. Special this is going to be yeah. a really boring game in the first half. I feel like on the field, on yes. The, on the field, it'll be a boring game. In the stands, it will be an unbelievable game. And people of Pontotoc, Buck Rogers will be a busy man. People right of Pontotoc and uh, and North Pontotoc is going to tell you why you're there. Go by and see our friend, uh, perpetual Pontotoc Man of the Year, Mike Gregory. Why Please you're there do. for sure, for sure. <laughs> all right, uh, here we go. Moving on, Yazoo City at Louisville. Uh, Louisville rolls, Power Cats all the way. Yeah, there's they're, that time of year. Uh, yeah, uh, some, maybe get a call from Robbie about that, man. For sure. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, in the uh, Class 3A North as well, we got North Panola at Boonville. Now, Brian, this is a the, big old the game. matchups in this division? Yeah, 
So you could almost remove the number of seeds, and you wouldn't you be really able to tell who they it. were for real. Um, so we actually saw that other division, that North Panola division, last Friday night, and uh, you know, just basing on some scores, uh, the two teams we saw last Friday night. Number one, Cenotopia, undefeated in division. And number two, Water Valley, one loss in division to Cenotopia. Yeah. Beat Independence by combined total score of three points. For sure. Or, or be, beat Independence by combined total score of three points. And then in turn also beat North Panola by combined total score of less than ten. Yeah. So there's not much difference between one and Heck four of a in, three that and four in that division. Yeah. Now, Boonville, on the other hand, has – kind of risen to be the toast of that 1-3-A division. Um, I, oh, man, this is going to hurt. Because I have a tremendous amount of respect for that Boonville staff up there and Mike Maddox and the job that he's done and does every year. I like North Panola to go on the road and get a 4-1 upset. I, I'm kind of with you there. And here's why I think that. There is a – coaching staffs are always comparable. In both sides of the state, coach there yes. are good coaches all over the state. But having lived in that area and have being really, uh, I would say, uh, in tune with the type of athlete, sure, and human being that grows up in the Sardis Como area, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, they're not scared of this. They, they're, they're actually probably looking forward to it. And truth be told, there's they've played three or four games like this in their division yeah, already. For sure, they have. And it's not to say that Boonville's not battle tested because obviously they are. And they could they could win this game and it would not surprise no, me. No, they've yeah. got the players, they've got the coaching staff, they've got they've got enough athletes if they can get them the ball. But I like North North Panola to keep that air game grounded a little bit mm-hmm. and then zero in on Davian Price for sure. Well, you know, and um, both divisions are actually pretty contrasting as well. Very much. For so. instance, you got Boonville, Amory. Uh, and Nettleton in particular, like yeah. to throw it around. They throw it. Out. it. And Kasutha put up 40 on you, which they did against yeah. Boonville earlier in the year. Yeah. 44. So, I mean, they like to score points. Yes. Uh, stuff like that. The other division on the other side, it's a black and blue division. They <laughs> put the ball on the ground. They run it. Yes. They throw little screens and, you know, little flare passes and they swing pass passes. They pass to get themselves Yeah, high. I mean, to keep you honest. I mean, uh, St. Toby's got maybe a little bit more passing options than yeah. the others. But it's just two totally different c- contrasting styles. And it will be – I think these four games – Will be one in the film room. You're right. I think I know. I know what I mean by that. The players have to execute the plan, but sure. I believe the game plans are going to be won. I mean, the games will be won by the game plans. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Depending and you know, and and the coaches know that. Mm-hmm. You know, as as far as the two staffs, I mean, Carl Diffie at North Panola and Mike Maddox at Boonville, they already know before they even start watching film what each other are going to try to take away. For sure. And it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, kind of a. Kind of a division toughness thing for Boonville right here, so you know, because North Panola's coming over, like you said, not caring. They don't care that Boonville's a one and that they're nine and two. They're coming over here to win this ball game. And so, if you're Mike Maddox, I mean, if, if I'm Mike Maddox, I tell my guys, guys, this is a four that's not a four. This yeah. is like a one for sure. And it's like a one D. <laughs> you're, you're going to have to play your best football game of the year to win Friday night, and they very well could do it. I like North Panola in a squeaker. Something something women like about a pickup man, right? Yeah. Coach Diffie? Absolutely. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, let's see here. Another big game, man. Houston at Winona. So, speaking of upsets, Houston is kind of in that same mold of that same division that we just talked about. They're going to ground and pound you. They're going to try to play good defense, ball control, and keep the game shortened. 
Winona can really put up points. Uh, they got an. They were they a, always do. They were in a fifty-four. They were part of a fifty-four thirty-five win against Water Valley earlier this year. Uh, you know, I don't know what the injury situation is in Houston. I'd like to think that they're remotely healthy at this I point. I think they might the be well enough. Well enough to to go wide open at this one. Of course, you have to anyway with it being the playoffs. Um, I think that the it's not anything that happened, and there's no reason really for it. I think the season kind of took a turn when they started having guys get hurt for Houston. I Out think, for the season type injuries, yeah. You know they and, you depletes know, your depth. Absolutely, and you know with a, with a school, you know that's you know five and six A schools, they can plug guys. You get smaller than that, it gets tough. I actually like Winona to to win this game, and I I would wish otherwise uh, to our friends Ty Harden and Zach and 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 Coach Flowers. I'd love to see them pull this game out. I think it's just going to be too much Winona in the end. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I predict Houston to win, and I, I believe okay. that I, I, I believe it's going to be a close game. Okay. Uh, it's going to be like one of those games they won earlier in the year where they pulled something off when it was probably improbable. That's a great point, man. Uh, you know, I don't know how long the run will go after this due to the depleted depth they got going on. Uh, and also – I'm going to pick them because I don't think I'm going to run into the Winona coaching staff anytime over the holidays. I'm going to run into probably all three of those guys. <laughs> well, let <laughs> no, me but say I, this. I, really, I am picking I'm with the head and my heart because I really think they win this week. Because one thing that is important to understand about that, Houston did not play last week. Sure they so did. So, they've one, they've had two weeks to get healthy and two weeks to figure out who they're playing and get ready for it. So, do not be surprised if you see Houston come out on top in this game. I, 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 like, them, I like them this week. For okay. sure, I'll say I like them this week and a close one, a nice. close one. Like uh, if Red Parker's healthy, I, I think he's going to have a big game. Ty, Zach, Reed, I'm sorry. I like Winona, but I'm rooting for you. He likes Winona, but he loves you. It's okay. Uh, but I'm and I'm rooting for you. I promise you, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Ty will put you in the headline. I know. I gotta keep it real. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for real. sure. All right, Cahoma, AHS at Knoxville County. Yeah. Nettleton, Death taxes Knoxby this time of year. Nettleton at Senatobia. We talked about this game on the radio with yeah. Coach Oakley. It was <laughs> fun. a funny conversation with Coach Oakley. We said, uh, said, Coach, you may win the game Friday night, but you're not going to win the best-looking head coach. No. Uh, and shout-out to Nettleton on making the playoffs for the first time in four years. They're going to make it competitive. They're not going to give it to Senatobia. In any other division, any other year in 3A, they're probably a two. Yeah, you I know, think or, so. Or playing for a two seed. I, you know? I think you're absolutely right. I think too much Senatobia. I think they're just they're, – they're, they're older. It's an older, more seasoned team. So, I, I like Senatobia Friday And, night. you know, Senatobia this time of year in, in Toby Town. It's, it's almost impossible. And dude, they they may very well be the toast of the North this year. Yeah, and I, I feel like the teams that beat Senatobia this time of year in Senatobia are the teams in their division that catch them the second time around. You're right because they're used to playing there. You're I mean, right. I mean, that's you just got film. Your North Panolas, your you know somebody yes. like that. Water Valley later on, but it's tough to beat Senatobia in this round. That thing, is no sure, doubt for sure. Uh, Hatley and Amanda Elsey. I I like actually I, I I like Hatley to win an upset game there. I like Hatley too. I like Hatley. And I'm gonna tell you why. Amanda Elsey, based on what you and I know, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is is typically a basketball school. Jermaine Whitehead's from there, and and but Jermaine Whitehead <laughs> is from there. Moving along, Auburn guy should have gone to state, but uh, and he's actually ran his mouth a he little bit lately. I'm not mentioning. We're not tagging him. No, we're definitely not tagging him this week. <laughs> but all uh, that smoke. But you know, I like Hatley though. It's it's hard to prepare for Hatley. Now, their division knows it. You know, Houston, Choctaw, Knoxville, they know what they're getting into. Uh, but Coach Adams has done a fantastic job down there. Kudos to them for getting in. Uh, Brian, I'm going to go with you. I like the upset with Hatley this week. Yeah, dude, I like that. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got Jonesy's, Jonesy's sitting on the uh, power surge. Jonesy? 
Jonesy, could you come over here, buddy? I, th- well, I think Jonesy's okay. I, just, I don't want him to hit that off button by rolling over like all cute and everything. Okay, now we're good. Yeah, Thank we're good, You, you, you would have ruined the podcast, Jonesy. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Independence at Amory. This is one right here that is tough to put a finger on because of two really, really contrasting styles at Long and Field. Yeah. And there's some crazy things going on in Independence this week. We won't get into that too much. Don't know any specifics. But they're in the playoffs. Yes. And with that being said, the Wildcats have a chance this Friday. They most certainly do. And, you know, we we mentioned it earlier. They were three points away from winning this division. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and say something that that is kind of awkward as far as, as the seeding goes. I think if you're Amory, you got a shot in the arm by being the two. Mm-hmm. Specifically because of the situation at Independence. A little bit of uh, luck. Yeah, a little Fortunate. bit of luck. In him, yeah. but, you know, because, I mean, you could be – if you're the one, you get North Panola, who is just ahead of steam, doesn't care. And is more used to the playoff scene. It, than you know than Independence I mean? is. And and I actually like Amory in this game in a statement win. Me too. I, I think that Amory is actually kind of still upset about that Boonville loss and felt like they let that one get away from them. Uh, I like Amory to light up the scoreboard this week. I don't think Independence can keep up. I don't either, and I think emotion will get the best of them if they get behind. Now, if they if they can make this a game, and if it's tied early, it will be a game throughout. But if I think if Amory gets up two touchdowns at any point, then Independence will probably fold the team. Yeah, I don't. They they I don't think they can fling it around the yard enough. No, get, and yeah. we know that Hunter Jones can Absolutely. with his arm and his legs for sure, for sure. And they, they got the the Pratt kid, Amory, Pratt and Charleston French and too. French, yeah, yeah, man, they they've got some playmakers in Amory, Mr. French. Mr. French. Mr. French. Uh, let's see here. Kasuth at Water Valley. This game right here is going to be two bruising squads going at each I other. I need to call Brad Embry and say, hey, man, make sure your boys get plenty of vitamin C and plenty of fluids yeah. Friday night. because." And if we don't get anything crazy going on, call the crawl at hole and save us a seat. Please. <laughs> but, no, Brian, you're right. Two ground and pounds. Uh, we know Kasuth. <laughs> Kasuth is is probably the toughest pound for pound team in the area. Uh, slow start for them. They've been in some tough games, um, but you know they've they've been tough to. They were tough out. They was a, they were tough out for Amory. They were tough out for Nettleton, uh, and Boonville Boonville. Uh, they beat Boonville right at one point in an overtime game. Uh, this is not. They're not a typical three. End of the day, I think Water Valley's probably got a sour taste in their mouth from last mm-hmm. week. Three-point overtime loss to Senatobia for the right to win the division. I like Water Valley by about a touchdown. I was going to I was going to say, I think it'll be, I think it, if I had to put a line on it, I'd say Valley minus six. That would be kind of be what I'd I was thinking. I'd take Valley, but, but I would, I'd be reluctant to take Yeah, Valley. for sure, for sure. I, I like Water Valley in a close one. Uh, two pretty similar styles, like you said. Absolutely. If the game... Gets up in the 30s or 40s, though. Watch out. Watch out, because I – that'd be Kasuth is comfortable playing in they that They most of certainly game. are. They most certainly are. Yeah. Um, another one in 3A North. It's a little bit of – just on the border of our coverage area. Ruleville Central at Choctaw County. It's going to be a route, I think. Yeah, Choct- I, mean, I like Choctaw County big. I mean, maybe 50-point spread. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, so. That's one of those that's going to get out of hand. Uh, 2A, we've got Bruce at East Union. East Union. I like East Union. I like East Union big. They're, they're, they're rolling right yeah. now. Coach Walton and them. Fantastic Yeah, job. They're, they're putting points on the board. Um, let's see here. Strayhorn at Cannon City. The buck stops here for Strayhorn. Yeah. Good luck at the Boneyard on Congrats Friday. On, but, on making the playoffs this year. Pretty young school, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. So, uh, uh, 
They Shout got, out to them, just a buzzsaw in the first round. They got good things going on over at Strayhorn. Uh, their numbers are getting better. Uh, you will hear about their program going forward yeah. in the next decade. It's just a tough setup. We've right heard now. about Calhoun City for 50 years. Yeah, we don't be don't be surprised if Strayhorn's not 3A in the next two or three classifications because that, that area is growing over there. I guess that would be West Tate County. Which will make them a, a larger 2A and more competitive for years to come until they move to 3A. Yeah, for so sure. They, they're going to get better with time this week off Calhoun City. Yeah. Uh, Eupora at, Wal- at Walnut. Sneaky good game right there, Brian. Because, uh, you know, Walnut's just kind of – they're good. They're, they're talented. they got a couple good players. But I just don't ever know if they're really in tune every week. You know, because some, some weeks they, they want There's folks. some weird scores. Yeah, that's what I'm getting yeah, at. You yeah, you know, yeah. they, they had I mean, a squeaker against a couple of teams we felt like they should have blown out. Yeah. Uh, Upor tradition rich school. They're 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 not on down times because Upor is always going to be be a football. They're always school. competitive. Uh, you know, and those divisions, as far as being, I don't want to call them top heavy, uh, but you know, they're kind of similar in the fact that this year Calhoun City and East Webster are the toast of that division, mm-hmm. and East Union and Walnut are the toast of that division. But I like the Calhoun City division a little bit better. It, I think it's a little bit more traditional, True tougher that. division. Uh, I like. Uh, I actually like uh, Upor to go on the road and get a win Friday. Night. You like an upset there? I, I just a, just a tiny upset. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go Walnut. Okay, just kind of you know, sure, you know, maybe a little bit of a different rooting interest, and I just like the home team in the first round of the playoffs. It's, it's, it's a when it's a coin flip. When it's a coin flip, in my call. opinion, I like the home. And team. and you know Walnut's a, 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 a seasoned enough team. They've been to the playoffs eight years in a row, so it's yeah. not like they They've haven't had a good been run. here. They just hadn't got over the hump a couple of times. Yeah, so. and they have a pretty good athlete or two this year that might they do. might be able they to do that. They very much so do. Uh, see Potts Camp and East Webster. I like East Webster to win this one, but you know, shout out to Potts Camp for a good year. Yep. I mean, East Webster's rolling since that Calhoun City loss. They're nine and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Price has done a phenomenal job. They've hung their hat on their defense. Going to be an interesting matchup, though. Potts Camp's all offense uh, for the most part, and Strayhorn or uh, East Webster has been, you know, how do you say this? They've been uh, they've been really good on defense, and they've had they've gotten their offense when they needed it. So uh, it's it's going to be a true offense defense game. It's going to be really come down to what Potts Camp can do defensively against East Webster's offense. I like East Webster too. You like East Webster? Okay, I like that. Um, let's see here. That was uh, all over two A. Okay. So now we got some regular season matchups. Yes. Regular season matchups. Um, in one A, we got Ashland at Byers. Okay. Um, Ashland coming off their first win of the year. And Byers with the forfeit last week. You know, like yeah. I said, our thoughts and prayers are still with the school. Uh, they lost the young man on the team up there. For sure. Uh, you know, w- will be a really somber, embraced atmosphere Friday night. Both teams have had a really, really struggling season. Uh, I, I, I like um, I like Byers. Just, just because I think they're going to play on emotion. They're going to play for their teammate. Uh, Ashland just got their first one of the year. Uh, shout out to both programs for actually going ahead and finishing the season out with nothing to play for. Uh, I know a lot of people won't care about this game. But but I'm I'm proud of both schools for getting together and doing this. Yeah, and what well, I was gonna say, to. I, you know, circumstances are always terrible, especially after times like this. Heart goes out to the the folks up in Sand Flat. I'm glad the game kind of coincidentally is at Byers. They'll be able to embrace each other, yeah. uh, the community come together for this. Um, it's a tough situation, tough football season. Sure. But you know, maybe there's brighter times ahead. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Maybe so. Hopefully so for them. Um, let's see here. Moving on. Um, ball went at Myrtle. This is going to be a good game. Yes, it is. Will a, it's going. I'm going to make a prediction. 
AI Nugent will not run for 400 yards this Agree. week. Agree. If he does, Myrtle wins. <laughs> if, he does, if he does. Uh, Myrtle wins every game left on their schedule if A.I. Nugent runs for 400 yards. For sure. Uh, but Baldwin, season staff, Coach Gray up there, they're going to have a good game plan. It's going to be what Myrtle and their staff can do. They're going to have to find a way to move the ball offensively without A.I. In yeah. other words, he is going to have to play a role. I still think – when they're in third and short, when they're in second and short, he's still going to get the ball and see who he can drag with him to try to get a first down, shorten up the game, move the chains. But I think on first down and second down and long, I think Baldwin's going to do a really good job of trying to contain him. And offensively, I think they're a little more well-rounded. Maddox Ritchie at quarterback. Uh, they've got the ability to throw it around the yard a little bit, and they can run it as well. Uh and, you know, we talk about emotion a little bit. Baldwin is still kind of reeling from that Biggersville loss. Yeah. I think that when they drop into 1A this year, they kind of felt like that uh, that it should have been their division. So I think we all kind of felt like that. Yeah, and me included. Yeah. So, But I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised at all if Baldwin comes away with a 2-3 touchdown victory in this game. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I, it's, I, it's one of those things like Myrtle's on the come up, but they're probably not quite there yet. You know and, what I mean? Uh, college coaches out there. If you, especially on the junior college circuit, yes. If you have not offered this young man from Myrtle yet, you need to go ahead and do so because he will help you win football games on Thursday nights next well, year. And you know, running back in high school, and I just ask you a quick question: um, Is he is he the kind of kid? I know he's a running back, but is he the kind of kid that could go to junior college route, find another position, and maybe move up a level? I think that he's a good enough athlete. Yeah. That that you find a place to play. Right. In other words, I think you give him his first shot at running back, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but for sure. Uh, you know how depth charts are in junior college. You know, he may be behind a guy or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody will be getting a good football player yeah, he, next year. Kind of like the Weatherby kid was a thrasher. 100%. Like, you know, you know, Small it, school, you know, not really known about outside of the little area. Yeah, didn't, know what, player. didn't know what position he was going to play. Then right. he gets there and he plays his true position. Yes. You know, it worked out like it's supposed to. So uh, maybe that'll happen with that. With I think but so. But he, hopefully have a good week this week. Uh, if Gene Phelps, if you're going with him, make sure you are safe to carpool into the game. <laughs> um, let's see here. Biggersville at Thrasher. Moving on. Clinton at Starkville. Um, that's a that's – a, it's a pretty big game, you know. It what I mean? is. Clinton's uh, Clinton's kind of down, I think. Than the, the they are. This are game would have meant a lot more twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say in, in two thousand and two, it's been a really big game. Oh my gosh! Uh, but no, I, I think Starkville's rolling right now. They are. Uh, it's safe to say that Starkville may be the six A front runner right now. I know the, it's the way they're open playing for debate. Yeah. But uh, then there, then there's several. There's not. Let me say this. There's not a more open classification than there is in 6A. The contenders have pretty much revealed themselves in 1 through 5. 6A, I think there's up of eight, nine teams that could get to Hattiesburg. No kidding. If there's no real injury issue going on, I'm going to say uh, don't sleep on that team from Batesville. Do not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they kind of creeping around, back. which sounds crazy to say something <laughs> else creeping around. Uh, let's see here. Columbus at Saltillo. Uh, Faulkner at Coldwater. Lake, Lake Cormoran at Lafayette. I like Le- I like Lake Cormorant to put up a fight. I like, but I like Lafayette this time. Of me year. too. Me too. Oxford at Nanawaya. I mean, excuse me. Excuse me. I looked at the next <laughs> game. Oklahoma at Nanawaya. Uh, I like Nanawaya. Uh, be on the lookout for Oklahoma the next couple of years. Yeah. They played a lot of young kids this year, and I'm telling you right now, Coach Harvey he does way too good of a job for them to be too down for too long. I've heard two years from now is kind of when they're going to be I've back the in same. the thick of things. Yeah, when this year's sophomore class or seniors at a one A school, which That's is surprising, but yeah. no, don't be surprised to see them right back on top next year. Here's the one I was jumping to: Oxford at Tupelo. Brian, 
So let me the go non-playoff just, game of the week. The, let me let me go ahead and just say this: this is our Fish House Friday game of the week. Fish House Friday. Uh, we have actually already got our location locked in. I don't even know if I've shared that with you yet. We are eating at Homer's Steakhouse okay. right around the corner here. If you've never had it, I hope you have it so I can build it up for you. It's a very good little establishment. It's a great cut of meat. Uh, and we've got some friends that are going with us. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go watch a good football game. I'm man. excited. Uh, I actually, I was at soccer practice today and got to see those guys at Tupelo. And let me tell you this, Oxford has been – you said this last week and you said it perfectly. Oxford has been the toast of the division up until this point. Mm-hmm. Tupelo knows what's at stake. Oxford knows what's at stake. Both teams and are. We know what's at stake. And we know what's at stake. Play on words there. <laughs> we know. We. <laughs> but no, uh, I think if you're Oxford, you've got to come out ready to play this game because Tupelo knows they have to win this game by 11 points to win the division. Mm-hmm. Both teams are firmly in the playoffs. Both teams want to host that first round game. Um, Brian. You're gonna call me a homer, but I like Tupelo. In this okay, okay. I do. I, I just I don't know why. I, I, okay, so we, well, you we, said we, it because you're a homer. Okay, we scrimmaged <laughs> today in soccer on the football field. We had to wait till football got off. Of course, they'll go through their walkthrough tomorrow. Right. But we had to wait till they got off today. When we got on the field, mm-hmm. we didn't have to kick him off, but I mean he kind of could see what was happening. Jake Ware was running Pascal to tend to his wide receivers without any coaches there. I could just tell by looking at this, these kids, Tupelo is absolutely ready to play this playoff game. Can they win by 11? Going to be a tall task against a team like Oxford. But I do like them to win. I like that. Uh, here's the funny thing about how the pl- point system works. You know, the plus 11, plus 12 kind of system. I can see a situation where Tupelo scores to take the lead. And if they want to win the division, they got to kick an onside kick. Yeah, Up. you know what I mean. This is like, going to be a fun game for, and we'll get to watch a good bit yeah, of it I mean, too. Because the station's right down the I mean, road. I guess if you're going to finish third, you know what I mean, or whatever, you know, if, that, if that's the way it shakes out. Right? Let the two seed know you're coming. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's. It, I would. There are funny things that happen with scores. I mean, I've seen teams before take a safety to go into overtime to try to, to win by a touchdown. 100%. You know what I mean, there's funny things that happen. And, and let me say this too. You know, we rewind about you know four or five weeks. Tupelo's got those nine kids that that were out sick against Olive Different Branch. Story, they win yeah. that game. This game is outright for the division. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think on paper it's as unevenly matched as it looks. Yeah, you're right. But very, very, very important uh, as far as the seating is concerned. Yeah. But no, I, I like Tupelo in a tight one. I think it, it means a little more to them. I agree. Smithville at French Camp. It's a big game. I think big, the outcome bigger is game be. obviously for Smithville than yeah. it is for French Camp. If you're French Camp, I think you're just trying to ruin somebody's season. If if Smithville wins this football game, then they are in the playoffs. No questions asked. Uh, there's math involved. If Smithville and TCPS win, Smithville uh, or TCPS has to win by number, but we'll go over that in a second. But uh, I like Smithville to win this game, and it, it solidifies their playoff berth. Okay, uh, Vardaman at Noxipater, yeah. uh, West Point at Center Hill, and s- s- sneaky decent little game there. Obviously, I'm too much maybe. point, but. Center Hill has done some good things this year. I could see I could see West Point uh, making sure folks are well. You know what I mean for that, this game? Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is, yeah. is this score may not reflect how dominant West Point is? Uh, it could be a thirty-one seventeen game. I think so. 31-21. I could see it being you know twenty-one at nothing at halftime, twenty-one mm-hmm. three 
and then West Point kind of, you know, getting some guys healthy for next for the playoff run for sure. Yeah. But I, I like West Point, obviously. Well, then our final game uh, of the slate here of the uh, the local public school games, we have West Lounds at Tupelo Christian. And here's the you one go. you were talking about. So this one right here, you know, it's it's two teams that want a playoff seed. West West Lounds has got a little bit more wiggle room. Um, they can lose and still get in. I want to say that TCPS has to win by five or six, maybe. Uh, but and and then it would go into that three way tie stuff. Um, TCPS has played in about three games this year that could define their season, and they have actually lost all three of those. This is the week I want to think that that changes. Mm-hmm. I think you know. I, I think it's you know we've talked about last last week was the week of. You know, 15 to 18-year-old kids looking ahead, this and that and the other. Right. I think this is the week that doesn't happen. I think Coach Holiday and his staff have drilled into their kids' head, guys, this could be our last game. So if there's ever a week that you put it all together, it needs to be this week. We obviously know what TCPS is capable of offensively. I think the biggest challenge this week is going to be stopping West Lowndes. And if, if TCPS – can get stops when they need it. And, and, and again, if if I'm Aubrey Bourne, defensive coordinator, I pretty much like the idea of letting West Lowndes have what they want in the 20s and really buckling down in the, in the red zone okay. and forcing them into some fourth down situations where they either have to go or kick a field goal, which they probably are not accustomed to much. Yeah. And I like Kyle Holiday to have a big game. I agree. Um, I like TCPS in this game. Yeah. I like I it to be too. a high-scoring game. I would like for them to be able to score, I guess, what would amount to a, enough a, enough or a, that garbage touchdown at the end. You yes. know what I mean? That, that to, one. To, that, just to get in. Yeah, that I one that so makes too. it a 21-point a, a game. You yeah. know what I mean? That, you know, the one that makes it a 14-point game, something like that. That you know. for what, And it's nothing against the people of West Lounge. You've had a fantastic season, an unbelievable turnaround to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but I've got – I want TCPS and Smith. Yeah, they're right in our backyard. They're in our they're backyard. Our we yeah. know these people. Uh, Sorry. I, I'm rooting for TCPS. <laughs> Sorry. I want them to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to Tiffany. She works for me. She's got yeah. some folks at West Lounge. But anyway. <laughs> um, well, that's all our public school games. And real quick, uh, we're just going to run through a couple here. i got a couple MAIS playoff you games. You always do. Uh, Columbus Christian is playing Riverdale Academy. Columbus uh, Christian. Let's see. And uh, Indianola fun. Academy is at Marshall Academy. Okay. Well, I think we're actually going to get a call about that one this week. Nice. I have some Indianola friends. You know, they're over in our coverage area. I love those academy yeah. calls. Um, Starville is playing, and my, my phone has, uh, has died on us, so I don't have the schedule up. But Starville is playing, and they're on the opposite side of Heritage in their which classification. Which is valuable this time of year. Yeah, which is a big deal. Um, and in Class 1A, eight-man, Cowan Academy is still involved. Okay. So there's a lot going on in the uh, in the private school area. Crab cakes. Uh, in 3A, uh, also, Winona Christian, it goes Junior Graham in them. Don't right sleep on those guys so, yeah. at all. But anyway, you know, it's it's a big week coming up. It's playoff season. Uh, we've got two more weeks of the football show officially. Yes. Uh, but McKinley and I are going to cover the football season all, all the way, way down to Hatersburg for sure. And the games will get thinner. They will. Our schedule will. will get – the shows will become shorter, <laughs> not by design but by necessity. Yeah, so. lack of numbers. But it's been a real good time hanging out. Thanks to Jonesy for not uh, cutting us off over here yeah, and ending thanks. the podcast. I think he ran him out of the room. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, make sure uh, you check uh, – I'm on uh, Twitter, at uh, BDBaldwin24, and uh, Mac is at, at McKinley Holland. And uh, you can find uh, the uh, Happening Pod, the What's Happening Podcast, at on Twitter at The Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod. 
And you can also find the Miss 98 Scoreboard Show at Miss 98 Scores, which we will be doing uh, Friday night starting at 9.30 on your radio dial. Miss 98, that's uh, 97.5 in Tupelo. Miss98.net online. And you can also uh, stream it live on the Miss 98 app that you can find in your uh, Google App Store. So make sure you do that. And uh, McKinley, before we get uh, too long-winded over here, I'm going to let you wrap us up. And uh, we'll get ready to talk some b-ball in the next podcast. Yes, sir. You did such a good job right there yeah, with I all the st- social media I stole stuff, your thunder yeah. there. But, uh, no, folks, listen to us Friday. We appreciate you listening to the preview show. We will catch you next time on with some scores and highlights and whatever you want on the football scene. We will catch you next time. <laughs>